Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. This week, we spoke with Monterey County Supervisor Wendy Rue Askew about the county's vaccine mandate and other efforts going on to combat the pandemic. Oh, so I wanted to have you on our podcast this week to kind of talk about the vaccine mandate and what the county is doing, you know, regarding the pandemic. Can you start us off by telling us about the vaccine mandate for county employees and how that came to be? Yeah, so Monterey County is one of many jurisdictions who has adopted a requirement for all of our county employees, all of our county workers to get vaccinated unless they have um, a uh, a specific set of exceptions um, that their doctor has uh, spoken with them about. Yeah, and can you tell me a bit more um, about what kind of was the thought process behind that? Was it one of you on the board that kind of initiated this? Yeah, so the, as we're, we've worked so hard in Monterey County to get vaccines um, into our county and then pushed out to, uh, to, to residents in the community, and we're doing a phenomenal job. I'm just going to give um, some shout outs uh, real quick to the city, um, the larger Salinas area that's 84% vaccinated. We're um, up to 77% vaccinated um, of eligible people on the peninsula and the Big Sur region. Um, countywide, we're, we're doing a fabulous job. We're um, up to the 76% fully vaccinated, um, or vaccine, people who've been vaccinated um, in the county. And so one of the things that we do uh, in county government is we serve our residents. We provide um, life-saving care at Natividad Hospital. We provide regular health care through our county clinics. We have public safety um, through our probation department, through the county, the sheriff's office, through um, district attorney and public defender. We have um, people who are going, uh, work, county workers who are going into people's homes to provide, um, you know, care with elder or child uh, and family issues. And so one of our jobs as the county and what we've worked so hard to do is to keep our community healthy and safe this year. And now that the vaccine is available, and now that the vaccine um, is one more tool in our toolkit that we can use to keep our community healthy, keep our community safe, ensure that anyone who comes to the county for assistance or service, that they can walk into a county building, that they can engage with the county worker, and they can have every assurance to know that they're not going to be unduly put at risk as a result of exposure to the virus. So it's one more way that we can keep our community healthy, keep our community safe, and ensure that the services that we're providing to the community, the services that people rely on for their own food and nutrition and housing and medical care, um, that they're able to access those um, with the the highest uh, safety uh, possible. And I'm sure you get a lot of emails regarding the decisions you make. And you mentioned getting some emails from parents um, at the last Board of Supervisors meeting. You mentioned that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I'll start by saying I'm a parent. I've got um, a little one at home, and this year's been hard. This year's been hard for everyone. And for families who have, um, and extended families who have had to scramble when schools closed last year, you know, it really is, in so many ways, our children who have been the silent heroes of this pandemic. We sent them all home from school in March of last year, 
told them to stay at home because we were worried that they would be the ones to spread the virus to um, more uh, elderly residents and, and, and loved ones. They, they essentially sacrificed a year of school and um, weren't able to attend birthday parties. We had parents, we had mothers, we had women leaving the workforce in huge numbers in order to provide that caregiving uh, that was needed. And so now as children are going back to school, as businesses have reopened, we're hearing from parents. I'm getting dozens of phone calls, of Facebook messages, of letters from parents saying, please help us keep our kids in school. Please help us keep our kids safe from this virus until they have an opportunity to be vaccinated. Please um, do everything in your toolkit to, to make that happen. Vaccine mandates for county workers was one option that we had available that we, 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 we acted on. Um, a mask mandate would be another strategy that we're seeing used in other communities where, um, you know, we know that the kids who are testing positive in school, it's not school spread that we're seeing, it's community spread. And then those children are bringing that virus into a classroom where other children are getting exposed. So the request from parents is loud and clear. They're asking the county to, to use our tools to put um, a mask a mandate for indoor spaces in order um, throughout the county so that when a kid's at the grocery store, when a child or parent is um, you know, going to get their hair cut or um, out, uh, I'm trying to think what are all the things that we, that we used to do, um, that, their, that their child isn't going to inadvertently get exposed to the virus while they're out in the community. Um, and I think it's a fair request. I'm a mom. I've done so much to keep my family safe this year. We've sacrificed so much. And we're so close to be, being able to have um, vaccines where, you know, I can, as a parent, choose to go get my child vaccinated. I don't have that choice right now. Um, and so uh, I, I believe that we as a community have a responsibility to continue doing everything we can, you know, keeping businesses open, keeping our schools open. Um, and a mask mandate is one more strategy that we have that we know is effective to slow um, the spread of the virus in the community. Yeah, and, and one last thing regarding the, the vaccine mandate. Obviously, I think you've received um, some positive emails and there were some people speaking out at the meeting who were against it. Have you received many negative emails um, regarding the vaccine mandate or has it mostly been positive feedback in your inbox? You know, we have not received, um, you know, we have not received many negative, uh, it's not like an overwhelming number of negative uh, communications coming into us. Um, you know, I think generally people, when they go to work, they want to know that they're uh, going to work in a safe environment and that the person sitting, you know, two cubicles down from them is not um, someone who's going to put their own health and the health of their family at risk. So um, I get it. It's a, you know, it can be a controversial topic to discuss, but we've actually had um, quite a bit of support uh, from our union uh, partners and the conversations that I've had, you know, and they represent most of our workers. Um, they support they support getting our workforce vaccinated. And I think that this the, the sort of the fine line that the county needs to walk and that I'm committed to, to walking is, you know, how do we how do we ensure that everyone has an opportunity to speak with a doctor um, if they have questions? How do we ensure that we're um, we're offering additional information if people have questions? How do we ensure that um, our workers 
who we rely on, who we value so deeply. They're the our workforce um, is the county. Uh, you know, I get to sit here and make some policy decisions, but it's our it's our county workers who are out there doing the work of county services. And so, how do we how do we navigate this in a way that um, they have an opportunity to have their voices heard, to have their questions answered, um, and to uh, feel like they have um, you know that they're valued as we as we figure out how to how to do this, how to navigate through this pandemic. Yeah, and and lastly, kind of as we move forward and, you know, obviously the pandemic is not over yet. What are some things that the county is doing in in any sense, really? Yeah, so, you know, since I took office in January, it's been really a roller coaster ride. And um, early in the year, we we had to fight really hard to get vaccines into Monterey County. We fought um, so hard. We joined forces and and we now have vaccines flowing into this community. Um, we are continuing to target um, outreach for vaccination in communities where our vaccination rates are lower than um, than they would we would like them to be. Um, we're doing that in a way that I think uh, in partnership with community. We uh, funded a community uh, health worker um, a program and that's called the VITA uh, program. We've got 100 uh, community health workers who are literally out in the community meeting with groups, knocking on doors, passing out information, helping people register to make their vaccination appointments. Um, our VITA uh, community health workers are also helping us deploy testing out into the community. We know that when someone's been exposed or has a potential exposure to COVID, they wanna find that test. And so we're working really hard to keep um, the state, the LHI state uh, testing sites open. Um, we just expanded hours at the seaside testing site. Um, and we are also uh, hosting pop-up, uh, we hosted a pop-up through our VITA program, pop-up uh, testing uh, in partnership with the city of Salinas at City Hall. Um, so we're gonna continue to aggressively push vaccine and testing option out to the community so people can find those when they need them. We also are um, uh, putting out, we still have money in the pot for the rental and utility assistance program. So I urge anybody who may be behind on their rent, who may be behind on their utility bills, take advantage of this resource right now to get current with your uh, rent. Call 211, they can, they can set you up with a, a caseworker who can navigate you through the process. We also continued, this is a commitment that the Board of Supervisors made, was to keep our isolation housing open. So if you have been exposed to COVID, if you've tested positive for COVID and you need assistance um, with a safe place to isolate from your family, maybe because the home that you live in is multi-generational and you don't have you know, the, the, the bedroom and bathroom to quarantine for that uh, uh, period of time that you would need to quarantine, we can help you with that. Call 211, um, let them know that you need isolation housing we have um, we have housing uh, available for individuals who need that. So um, we're going to continue adjusting um, as the pandemic continues to change. But we're not we're not through this yet. And um, you know my commitment, and I, I believe the commitment of my colleagues on the board is very much to keep to do everything that we can. Um, we have a limited set of tool, tools available to us, but we're going to use every power that we have to keep Monterey County a healthy, safe place for our residents. Um, and our children uh, to, to to navigate through this. Well, thank you, and I'll definitely put those um, those resources in the notes for this podcast as well. 
Um, so that was all for me. I really appreciate you being on this week to discuss some of the things that the county is doing. Awesome. And Angela, I'll just mention, we do have agendas on our, uh, for our, uh, for discussion on Tuesday, August 31st at 1.30, a conversation um, about the mask mandate um, uh, options available to us. And the, really, it's, you know, our health officer, as we've all learned, has um, certain authorities. And so uh, what we've seen happen in other communities is the health officer has issued mask uh, mandates that apply to the entire county. Um, what we're understanding is that in order for the board to take action, the board of supervisors to take action, any actions that we take would only apply to unincorporated areas and that individual cities would also have to um, take their own uh, action. But we're going to hear more about that, hear more about our options, um, and hopefully hear a little bit from the community about what, what the desires are for, um, for masking in Monterey County. Wonderful. And for those who may want to attend and who are listening, we'll put that in the notes as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Angelica, for staying on top of all of these issues and keeping the community informed. We really um, we value the way that, that the Californian has been able to keep uh, pushing information out and helping our community uh, know what's going on and know where the resources are so that they can uh, take care of their families. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast are on our website, and you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com, and follow us on Twitter, at Sal News.